Let us begin Parshas Bereshis, Tavshin Pei Gimel, special Lashir that we have here in the Sukkah um, that we are uh, restarting. Yes, we could have had Zos Bracha this week, but next week we're not going to be able to have a, uh, a Parshas Shir for Bereshis, so we uh, decided to do it uh, this week. As we start off, often we miss Parshas Bereshis. Sometimes it's the... Uh, so it's, it's at the end of the week, but Parsha Bereshit really deserves more than one week. But uh, what can we do? We'll try to do our best in these uh, major sugyas of Maisa Bereshit and uh, Kain and Hevel and Adam and Chava. Um, so much to talk about, uh, Puravu. But uh, we'll see. Every year we touch on a, a few ideas, and this year we'll uh, touch on a few uh, as well. So we start off with a safer that we started with a few months ago, the Sari Alafim, we're up from uh, Chicago, who discusses the beginning of the Maisa Bracious, we have day one, but as the Torah formulates it in Parag Aleph Pasuke, Vayikra Elokim Laor Yom, Alachosha Karalayla, Vayere Vayivoker, Yom Echad. Yom Echad, which translates as one day. Rashi already notes, what do you mean one day? It would be more Yom Rishon. What do you mean Yom Echad? One day. So Rashi notes, Lefi Seder Lashana Parsha, Hailo Lichtov Yom Rishon, Kamosha Kasa Bishar Yomim, Shani Shlishi Revi. Right, second, third, fourth. It doesn't say two, three, four. It says second, third, fourth. So the first day should be Rishon. So why does it say Echad? Lefi Shahaya Hakadish Barachu Yachid Baolamo, Shalonivru Hamalachim Ayom Shani, Tachma first Bibashis Rabba. Rashi tells us that it's a remez, that Hashem was one on day one. He was the only one, even Malachim weren't created yet. The spirits shouldn't think, chas v'shalom, that there were spiritual beings other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <coughs> so Hashem was Yom Echad. The Pashat Shah might be that you can't be first unless you have another one. So at that time, when there was one, it was only one. It wasn't first, because it wasn't a second. Once you're second, then you can look back and say, okay, now I'm second to the first. So it could be Pashat just means Echad, uh, because before you have a count, there is only one. HaKadosh Baruch Hu or the Torah knew that it was going to be first, so you can still ask the question. But either way, Echad is a remez to the Malachim. So ask the Sari Alafim in source number one, online six. V'kasha lefid varav, shaharei bizmanazeh kosvim anu b'chol ashtaras hanechtavim b'yom rishon b'echad b'shabbos. Right, everybody write a ksuba? B'echad b'shabbos, we write. So echad b'shabbos, what do you mean? It's no longer first day of my sabrashis. So we should write Barishon B'Shabbos. But we don't write Barishon. We write Be'echad. Ulefi Divrei Rashi, Hayinu Tzrichim Lichto Barishon B'Shabbos. Sharei lo shayich od hatam, shahayi b'tchila sabriya. Right? The reason from the tchila sabriya doesn't apply anymore. When Hashem has, there are plenty of malachim. So the, the whole, only reason that it wrote Echad was because Hashem was one on day one. So why is it that we have, um, in our Shtaros today, we still write Echad, we don't write Rishon. Question one. Question two. In the the of the Eitz Hadas. We're not going to talk so much about Adam and Chava in this year's year, so we're going to be Yotze through this thought. Question the Rishon already asked. The tree of knowledge. What's wrong with knowledge? Isn't that the greatest? The the the, 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 the Rama and the Mornevuchim and other Rishon have asked. Why would that be off limits? You know, that's 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 what that's what life's about. What's the first bracha we say? Let me have chachma, let me have bina. And yet, no, you can't eat from the eight hadas. Why would that be? Why would that be? Right, just the opposite. Yesh to'eles gedola. 
Biadias Ha'adam Ben Tov Right? It, there's a great Toelis. There will be a great, you know, uh, help. Od Yeshlohavim. Also, there are some sources, some Kabbalistic sources, other sources, that really if Adam and Chava would have waited until Shabbos, then they would have been able to eat from the Eitzadas. Shem hayim amtina Adam v'chava, od yom echad. Ad Shabbos, kodesh hayanito lahem, achilat Eitzadas. And the question is, as bad as it was to eat from the Eitzadas, so what would have changed by Shabbos? All of a sudden, Shabbos, it's, it's Asr, what? Is there anything else that becomes kosher on Shabbos? There's a Mishnah in Demai that you're not sure about whether something's kosher, you'll have to trust them on Shabbos because the Yerushalmi says people don't lie on Shabbos. Ema Shabbos Aleim. Okay, we're not talking about that. Right? It's, it's, it's Eitz Hadas Dovarasa. What, what, what would switch by Shabbos? Why would Shabbos make it any better? Loma Be'emes Lo Nesser Achilas Eitz Hadas El Raka Shabbos Kodesh. So why does this, why do we still use Be'echad B'Shabbos and what was wrong with the Eitz Hadas and what would have changed when it comes to when it comes to uh, Shabbos. Next, B'Shuvu Sha'avar, one final question, and this is in Yana Dioma, as we are in Sukkis, again, the question that really Achronim ask, uh, more than the Rishonim. Rashi quotes in Pinchas, and Parshas Pinchas, the end, we know Parshas, we have the Parshas HaMoadim in Vayikra, in Parshas Emar, in Bamidbar, in Parshas Pinchas, and in Dvarim, in Parshas Re'eh. Three times we have the parsha of the of the Moadim. So in Pinchas, and each one has a different emphasis in terms of Aliyah Regel, in terms of Musafin, in terms of Mitzvah uh, Hayom. So Rashi quotes in the end of Bamidbar, uh, what's the purpose of Shmini Atzeres? Right, we don't have Lulav anymore, we don't have Sukkah anymore. We've done everything. So right as Rashi quote, Kebanim HaNiftarim Me'avihem. Like children, let's say they come to the they come to the parents to the grandparents for like the whole yontif, and they're there for the whole week. And then it's time to, to go back. You know, it's only every couple months you have this get-together. So the parents don't want the kids to leave. It's like, when the next time you're gonna, we're all going to be together? One more day. One more day. Kashalai predaschem. Right, it's your, your preda, your leaving is is hard for me. Ikvod yom stay here one more day. I know there are no more mitzvahs. I know there's no more lulav. The question that the Mepharshim ask is, isn't that just delaying the inevitable and maybe making it worse? Right? Like a parent goes to the Gan and drops off the child. What does the Gan it say? Leave right away. Don't linger. Right? Don't make it slow. Bye. Bye. Right? And, and like, take baby steps backwards. That's the worst. It makes it terrible. Just leave. Just leave. Just cut. Right? The more you stay, the, the, hard, the more painful it is. So asks the sorry alafim, ma toil akavas od yom echad, halo adaraba. What's the purpose of that extra one? Al yedei zeh tikshe od yoser hapreda. Is it going to be harder? Meachar she yiskarva od yoser biyom echad zeh. Is it going to be harder? So let's see what he says. Keep in mind for a little bit later. Be'ezus Hashem. What's the lashon? Kashalai pridaschem is the is the famous line. But what does Rashi continue? Ikvu od yom echad. We'll just remember that for a few minutes from now. There's that word echad again, as we just have been talking about yom echad. The Efshar Lomar says the sorry I'll off him here. Alpi mashakasa b'sarah makadoshim. He quotes the Bas Ayin. We'll see the Bas Ayin uh, in the next uh, in the next source. I gave you the Bas Ayin 
But he's based on the similar idea. But says the sorry, I'll off him. Seven times a tzaddik will fall. The come and he will get up. So many of the Baali Musr discuss. It's not just that, oh, if he falls, he should get up. But that's what life's about. Life's about falling and getting up. Life's about having alios vioridos. Ups and downs. Like, like the, the, the Bali Musr say, it's like a heart machine. Right? Ups and downs and ups and downs. If it's flat, then you're in trouble. If it's straight, you're in trouble. Up and down and up and down and up and down. That's life. That's our, that's the life on the machine, but that's life. We have to go through often many um, ups and downs in spirituality. Right? Nobody's on always. You wake up every day, we're psyched. Every day we jump out of bed and then we're ready to go. Shachris! Sometimes, sometimes we're like, oh, it's a schlep. Sometimes we'd rather stay in bed, maybe more than half the time. We'd rather stay in bed sometimes. Are we always so excited? To, no, that's, that's, that's what Hashem made us like this. The tachlis yuridos eila, but we have to re- recognize that all our yuridos are yuridos l'sarach Right? Hashem makes us go up and down. We're not like malachim, who are omdim. Right? We're mahalchim. Right, if we go down, then we can build up steam. If we go down, and then we go down and go up, and then we could get even higher than we were before. If we would ever have gone down, if we would just be flat, we wouldn't, we wouldn't appreciate, we wouldn't realize, we're good, we're fine, we're, we're, we're stable. No. The Yerida is a, a, a call to us to go back up. Sheva Yipol Tzadik, Hashem is saying that, that that's part of the message. The come. The Yehudiya Maven in Yezeh, and the Jew that understands this process. Not only should we not give up hope, but that should awaken us. It's hard. It's hard because when we're down, sometimes we like to stay down. That's the nature of human nature. Sometimes we're upset. I want to be upset. You know, and we have to. We need somebody else sometimes to get us out of it. But he says we have to try to re- recognize ourselves that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us these moments in order to use umenatzela his damnut laalosu l'skari v'alavev shemashemayim o yosirimashoye kodem yiradaso. Avalachsil line seventeen. Sheinu Maven in Yisrael, the fool that doesn't understand all of this. Beroso shenafal v'yard mi madregoso. When he falls, he's like, forget it. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to get up. You have a baby who's trying to walk. The baby falls down. If the parent wasn't there, maybe the baby will stay and keep crying. No, get up. Um, help him get up. We have to not let them have yeish v'nira. Shelahoros inyan he says, that's the message of Shabbos. You read this on Elias. What do you mean? Shabbos is an Aliyah. Shabbos is amazing. Yeah. Motzi Shabbos. What happens, Motzi Shabbos? Hashem gives us this unbelievable Aliyah every Shabbos. He gives us an extra Neshama, whatever that means. 
Neshama Yaseira, the Gemara Beitza tells us, whether it's like, like Rashi says, that uh, the food tastes better on Shabbos, or the, uh, the Shidmu Kubetza says, we have a special uh, spiritual Chachma, right? What, <laughs> try to eat Chalant on Monday night is just not, it's not, not the same. But whatever the Neshama Yaseira is, every Motzi Shabbos, we lose it. We lose it. Okay, that's why we have the Besamim. So, says the Sari Alafim, the message of every Shabbos is that I'm giving you a, an Aliyah, but then you're going to have a Yerida. You're going to have a Yerida. Maybe that's why Shalashudis is such a special time. Right? Sipurei Hasidim. Because as we, we need, we need, we need to get, we need to build up for that Yerida Latzarach Aliyah. Right? We have to get ready for it. You can't just like go in. That's the message of Shabbos. Shebechol shavua v'shavua b'shabbos kodesh ma'ale osano Hashem isbarach l'madrega gavoa l'hargish kirvas elokim Hashem brings us up v'nosin lano neshami yaseira and then He takes it away from us. You might think if somebody is on such a high level, they'll keep the neshami yaseira the whole week. No, u'betzeis hashabbos who notel meitanu madrega selu. And when he, on Moti Shabbos, he takes it from us. We feel so great. And then we lose it. That's, that's the message. That's the message of Shabbos. And that's why it's fascinating. He points out some of first, but what's the source for Neshama Yaseira? Right? The Gemara says in Beitza, Shavas Vayinafash. What's Vayinafash? Vay of Danafesh. Whoa, my, my Neshama is lost. So the marker for Neshama Yaseira is from the Pasik that alludes to when it leaves. Not to when it comes. When it leaves us. Vay of Danafesh. So why is that? Because that's the message. The, one of the messages of Shabbos is that we learn to deal with the downs and recognize it's to get the whole week to build up to the next Shabbos. Right, Yom Rishon L'Shabbos. I think I mentioned in the past, Chassam Sofer once said that you always count to what's special. And what's special is at the end. So other nations, major other nations, their day of rest is at the beginning of the week. And then they work. And they work. Because what's the goal? The goal is to rest in order to work. No, our day of rest is at the end of the week. Because that's our goal. That's the goal. That's the Aliyah. That's the going up. So he says, Pirish, Shakal turning over... This is the message of Shabbos, to recognize that every Yerida is L'tzarech Aliyah. So now he says, now he says, She'inyin Eitz what's Eitz Tovara? The tree of knowledge, what's good, what's bad. Again, many Pshatim exactly what the difference was with Adam and Chava, Adam and Isha, before, after, Sheker, Emes, Tovra, the Rambam, the Ramban, and others we discussed in past years. But says the Sariel Afim, there's going to be Yeridos in life. There's Tov and Ra. Al Yedei Achilas Perosav Yizvada La'adam Sh'achar Kol Aliyah Tov Yerida. We're going to gain knowledge and we're going to gain wisdom and we're going to realize this is what life's about. But without the message of Shabbos, we might rec- not recognize the Yerida L'Tzarech Aliyah. We might recognize Yeridos and Aliyos. And that would be dangerous. What happened after Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz Hadas? Depression. Arumim. Finished. Right? They, they, they thought they were, they were done. 
If we don't know what the purpose is for the Yerida, it could just depress us. And then we won't be able to, to, to use it as a springboard to go up. That's why Hashem said, once Shabbos comes, then you could eat from the Eitz because Shabbos teaches us the message, would have teach, would have taught us the message, and teaches us the message now that you read the Lasarah Haliyah. But if you eat from it too early, then it wouldn't be it wouldn't be what is what is appropriate and what is uh, what is helpful. And that's why he says Hashem Yisbarach says most tamus on the day that you eat from the tree most tamus. What's the double lashon of most tamus? Not only gam tamus you'll go down, but most tamus you'll be depressed and you won't be able to get up. Right, you'll stay in that state of Misa Ruchanit. And that's the most Tamus, Kidvar of Kainu. That's what he says when Adam and Chava <coughs> ate from the um, tree. Here, Gishu Yurida al Yadav, Lohevinu Tachlisa. And they were Arumim Umuyuashim until Hashem says, gets them into conversation and tries to bring them back up. Okay, we're not there yet. Venera says the Sari Alafim. Next paragraph. This is all, this whole message is included in one of the most famous psukim, one of the most important defining psukim that we say twice a day. There's a mitzvah, I say, I said to say it. Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Hashem, Yudke Vavke, Yismidus HaChesed. Those symbolize the alios of our lives. Elokeinu, Midas Hadin, the more difficult, the strict um, those symbolize the Eridos, the challenging times, the difficult times. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. It's all one though. Because it's all from one source and it's all part of this great plan called life that we're supposed to use as a Prusdar in order to gain future Olam Haba. And that's what he says. Va'anu machrizim, line 38. Sha'anu ma'aminim be'muna shleima. Sh'bein ha'aliyo shalanu. U'bein ha'yerida shalanu. Ba'em ha'avaya echad. Sh'kal yerida's bo'oz afi mechasu yisbarach. There are times, again, some are harder than others. Rachmanu l'tzlan, there are very difficult yeridos that people have. Often, it's not totally bahem. It's totally bedas ha'cherim. Ha'kadosh Baruch Hu creates a yerida. But we have to recognize... It's for our benefit, even if we don't understand it, we have to do our best to react in the best way possible. That's Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Now we're getting back to where we started. And also, Vayihi Erev, Voker. Yom Echad. What does that mean? The Erevs and the Bokers. The Eridos and the Elios. Top left. Shemeven Adam, Shekal Tachlis Vayihi Erev, Hainu HaYerida. Hu Vayihi Voker, Tahainu HaAliyah, Azu Yom Echad. Then they'll recognize that is, is one day. Recognize that it's, it's all one from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no, they're like the, what the Greeks used to believe, all the different types of gods. It's not all one. Right? You think you read this separate than the Aliyah? No. It's not what life's about. What's the day right after Shabbos called? Yom Echad B'Shabbos. Because we realize, right after Shabbos, we just started our Yerida. We declare every Sunday morning, Hayom Yom Rishon. But in the Torah, it says Echad, and in Shtaras, we write Yom Echad. Shehu behechrech Yom Shel Yerida, Yom Echad. Ki raka yedei hargoshes ha-Yerida, bechinas v'yerev. You could say, 
the Vayyom Arishon, because that's counting towards Shabbat. That's for a different reason. But the idea of Echad, while we still call it Echad, still has the significance. Ula So this is why he says we still write the message of Echad, because it's not just Echad, Hashem with the Malachim, but we write Be'echad B'Shabbos. We realize that life, Shtaros, we write Shtaros all the time. Life is about Echad. Life's about Hashem Elokeinu. Life's about Vayer Vayivoker. Life's about Aliyah Vyeridos. It's all Echad. Olafizeh, now line 21, the question we didn't answer, Shmini Yatzeris. Yeshlomar Sha'achar Aliyah Temidus Bimei Elo Bimeslichus. The Achar Kachla Rosh Hashanah. Me Rosh Hashanah Lazarus Yimei Tshuva. What a process. The Achar Kachli Yom HaKippurim. Yeshiva B'Sukkah, Natilaz Lulav. There's so much. Harayim Yifzach Pit'om. We go back down. There's the danger. There's the danger of such a strong Yerida, because look where we are. Look where we've gotten. Tashmini Yatzeres. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Kasha Alai. This is Ladrush. Alai. Rashi Tevis. Backwards. Yerida L'Tzorach Aliyah. Kasha Alai. Right, the Alai, the Aliyah is hard preydaschem. When you separate from me, that you're not going to understand that so well. It's going to be difficult. Alkain, ikruimi od yom echad. Stay yom echad, meaning stay an extra day to remind yourself of the message. After the whole tkufa of Tishrei, you need another day to think about it. It's like a, it's like the biggest Sunday in the, of the whole year. Not Sunday, but the day after. The day after. Yom shall you read the Shein ba'od yeshiva sukkah onatila zulav. Tisboninu. That is yirida balachem me'avaya lokenu v'chulu. And we have to take that with us. As we go into the winter, as we go after, I know it doesn't feel like winter here too much, but, uh, as we go into the, the season after the Chagim, you know, we have to take this message with us. Uh, the the messages of Cheshvan. We had a shir last year about the the message, the Avodah of Cheshvan. We have to do what we can. This is all based on a little bit he quoted before the Basayin. The Avrach shir. If you look in source number three, I gave you the first Basayin in his commentary. He says it much more, much more succinctly. Remember, we spoke about the Basayin in the past. Chassidus Sherebu came to Tzvat. He saved his chassidim in the earthquake. Yesh Lafarish, he says, that's the message of Haaretz Haisa Tohu Vavohu Vayomar Lakim Yihior Vayihior. So he says the similar ideas. He says that the their their life is about up and down. Again, we're not going to read the whole thing because it was just expanded upon by the um, by by the uh, sorry I love him, but look at line six. Vina Iker Brias Haola Maisa Bishvil Yisrael Ubishvila Yirishin Yirishin Ikram Rishus Hainu Yisrael Do Yudvekim Lashem The goal of life is for us to be connected to Agadish Baruch Hu Ideas Bone and Nusam Bigdulasu Yisbarach VeYifchad VeYirav Echulu Amnam Hachayas Ratzov Ashov What does that mean? It's talking about the Malachim, but that's a phrase that means we're close and we we don't always stay in the same space. Ratzov Ashov. I think somebody once said, once mentioned, maybe I mentioned this in the past, maybe that's what chuckling is. We feel close, we feel far, we feel close, we feel far. Aliyah, Yerida, Aliyah, Yerida. That's, even when we're talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's also Avat Hashem, Yeres Hashem, there's a lot of messages. Right? Nobody starts chuckling in front of a math book. 
<laughs> right? Like what, like, what is it? All of a sudden, we're in front of a Gemara and we start moving. Right? Instead of a math book, in front of a novel, we're not moving. Not moving. There's something there. We can't stay in the same place. Sometimes we feel dark. Right? We're not as 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 uh, inspired. And again, and this is such an important thought as we're in Tishrei and we're heading towards Cheshvan and Kislev and Teves and all the months that are more challenging to be inspired. And even physically, there's more darkness, there's more hours of, of Choshech. So we have to try to bring or. Ubaver zoz nishbar libo bekirbo. A person's heart can be broken. Al hader ha'orahu milibo v'nichba v'nishba ma'od. And we're we're lowly and we're humbled. Mibnei pachad Hashem v'zel bechina shivrei luchos. He says so beautifully. What does the Gemara say? The first luchos are also in the aron. What are the first luchos? The broken ones. Shivrei luchos. Those situations and feelings in life when we felt broken and we felt low and we still serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in those moments, those are shivrei luchos. We're not in shul, davening and learning. What are we doing? We're, we're getting out of bed even though we don't feel it. Shivrei luchos a little bit. That's also munoch and ba'aron. That's also in the aron. Yashakoch achashashibarta. And then he says on the left side, again, this is all based on what we said, he says, Shamayim, that's the high points. Ha'aretz, says those are the low points. That Artsius, those low points are, are, are bo nothingness. We feel broken, we feel lost. But Hashem says, Yehi are. There could be light. You could come up. Yehi are. Vayerv Yavokar Yomechad. So again, the sorry Allah expanded, but it's really the roots of it were in the were in the Basain. So that's all number one. Sometimes we start off with a shorter one-liner, but this one we got into it. Okay. So we get into a little bit later in my Sabracious, we have the Maoros, day four. and I think I mentioned this each year, but we should look at these partios Ki'ilu, I know it's very hard. For all of us. Kilu, we never read this before. Kilu, it's new. It's like you buy a new book. You're so excited to read it. That's how our eyes should be. Our eyes should be like, not, not just, oh yeah, there's all the things that we know already. No, we should look at it with new eyes. There's a feeling of newness. There's a bracious. There's a hischantrus. Remember, Rashi obviously has his own character. Each sefer, a la Torah, Rashi's commentary seems to reflect Rashi is a lot, much more agadic in Parsha's Sefer Bracious. It's all agadic. I mean, not only because there's, no, it's not based on halacha, but it's, there's a different feel for Rashi. In Bracious and Shmos and Vayikra, everyone has, has different. But anyway, the Ma'oros should be in the Shemayim. And then Hashem makes the Shnei Hama'oros Hagdolim. The Ma'oragadol, the Ma'orakatan, etc. And we all know that Rashi quotes Excuse me, the Gemara in Mesechas Chulin. What does it mean? The Maoros Hagdolim. So Rashi quotes, Shavim <laughs> Nivru. They were created equal. And the moon got smaller because the moon complained. It can't be. Can't be two leaders. Can't be two presidents. Can't be two kings. Hashem says, okay, squish. And Hashem made the 
moon smaller, and that we know. That's Rashi. If you look at the Eben Ezra, if you look here in source number four, the Gra quotes the Eben Ezra. Hadrash enu mukrach. Okay. Not every drash might be mukrach. The, 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 this pshad is not mukrach from the text. Two big ma'aros might mean, okay, two big ones, but they're not exactly the same. The one super big and one big. Who says they have to be the same, says the Eben Ezra. So you're not mukrach to say this chazal to try to figure out, put together the, uh, the sun and the moon. Compared to all the other stars, right, they were bigger. They were bigger. And the Vilna Gon argued and says, Chazal say it, it's Mokrach. And therefore the Gra says, no, it is Mokrach, that they were equal. Because there's a word that's used. And we appreciate this because Yom Kippur was just last week. Says the Gra, the Mishnah says in Mesechas Yuma, Perek Shnei Si'ire Yom HaKippurim, the name of a Perek in Mesechas Yuma. Right? It says they have to be exactly the same. Two goats with opposite destinies. One going to be hukrav and the blood be sprinkled inside Lashem and the other one, Lazazel, sent out to Midbar Yehuda. Shnei, how do you know they have to be the same height and the same color and the same value? It says the word shnei. Shnei is not shnaim. Shnei means two exact replicas the same. That's how Chazal knew it. Not just from Shnaim, but Shnei. Tzrichim liyashavim begimel drachim. Marek, koma, domim, right? Height and, and appearance and value. Ulefizi yeshlom agam kan, says the grass so do either. Shimin pazi ochiech milashin sh'amar. V'yasa lokim es Shnei ha-ma'oras ha-gadolim. Shnei ma'oras ha-gadolim. Ha-mecha yishneim shavim, turning the page. And that's why it has to be the same. The Vilna Gon just read Chumash differently than we read Chumash. It's just like he saw things that that we didn't that we didn't see, right? We met. Um, I think we mentioned last year or two years ago at the in the Haggadah year that in the middle of uh, the Haggadah, all of a sudden the Vilna Gon says, you know, it's not going to be as because it's partially bracious, we're not going to appreciate that as, as much. But in the middle of the Seder, the Gras says the Nachash is not going to have legs in the future in Olam Haba. Like, what are you talking about the Nachash for? The Nachash is not going to have legs lost in Lavo. What is the Grud talking about? So he explains. We just read in the Haggadah, right? Machlokes, Benzom, and the Chachamim, Yemecha Yecha, Leilos, Kol Yemecha Yecha, Lohavi Limosa Mashiach, Kol Yemecha Yecha, Lohavi Limosa Mashiach. What does it say in Parshas Bracious by the Nachash? Offer Tochal, Kol Yemecha Yecha. What do you say, Go Yemecha Yecha in the Seder? We say, Larabos, Larabos, Yemosa Mashiach. So the Gra says, the Nachash is not going to have legs, even be Yemosa Mashiach. Because he did, Kol Yemecha Yecha, That's how the Vilna Gon read Chomish. That's how he read Chomish. But there's an unbelievable story. I think we quoted this ten years ago, but uh, it was right in the next one, from the one that we just did, so I wanted to uh, quote it again. The Vilna Gon, as, as a number of the Achronim did, they did self-imposed exile. Gaulus. They dressed up right in the days before photography. Nobody knew what the girl looked like. He would just go and travel. And nobody knew who he was. The Arachayim HaKadosh did this. And uh, right, the Reb Zusha and, and, and the Rebeli Melech did it. Right, many of them did it self-imposed galus. So the girl was once passing through a town. 
And the story is told told here, and uh, you know, this Pnimi Mishulchan Agra, I like to say, the Gra's greatest hits. I mean, so to speak, the uh, the Gra didn't write so much uh, himself. Most of the Talmidei Hagra wrote almost everything. The Gra didn't write so much himself. But the uh, so here he was traveling in one of his uh, travels, and he came upon a Chumash, and on the side, on the side of the Chumash, he takes it with Parshas Bracious. And he gets, and, he, and somebody gives him a chumash. He says, yeah, I have no idea. My grandfather wrote this on the side of the chumash. I have no idea what it means. What did it say? Gushanak. Gimel, Vav, Ayin, Shin, Alev, Nun, Kuf. That's what it says on the side of the chumash. Gushanak. And I take out an Aramaic dictionary. Take out, he's like, I have no idea what it means. I don't know. This is, this is what it says. And the grower with that body, you know, I like, he says, oh, I, know, I know what it means. I don't know, maybe this revealed, they knew this was somebody special. Gushanak, it was written on the page next to the sun and the moon in this Chazal, a Maoros. So what's Gushanak? Says the Gra, the Gemara has a concept. What's the definition of a Gadol and a Katan in Halacha in terms of financial assistance? Says the Gemara, if somebody is supported by their parents, they're called a Katan. If somebody is self-sufficient, independent, they're called a Gadol. Right, says the Gemara, Godol al Shulchan Aviv Nikra Katan. A Godol that is dependent, he might be 20 years old, but if he's relying on Shulchan Aviv, he's called a Katan in this regard. Obviously not for other halachas. Says the Gra, the moon, the Mara Godol, the Mara Katan. Why is the Mara Godol, the Mara Katan? The moon has no independent light. The moon reflects light from the sun. That's why the moon is called Katan. Because it's Samoch al-Shulchan Aviv. And that's Gushanak. Godol, the Samoch al-Shulchan Aviv, Nikra Katan. And where did Chazal get that from? Chazal got it from here. The Mara Godol and the Mara Katan. Why did they call that? Another shot, Not just because Hashem made it smaller, but, you know, an independent light and dependent light. That is how the, what the, uh, the Gras said. Okay, moving right along. The next thought I was very excited to find, I've mentioned this in the past, but I never found somebody who said it, and Baruch Hashem, Rav Schwab, says it for us, now I could quote Rav Schwab saying it. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, says the Chumash, Perak Beis, we have the creation of man, right? We have the creation of man more than once. In Perak Aleph, we have the creation of man. In Perak Beis, we have the creation of man. Rav Soloveitchik discussed that. In his writings, says the Torah, Perak Beis Pasuk Zayin, Vayitzer Hashem Elokim Esa Adam Afar Min Haadama. Hashem created man Afar Min Haadama, dirt from the grounds. Vayipach Ba'apav Nishmas Chaim, and he blew into him a soul of life. Vayhi Haadam Lenefesh Chaya, and he made him a Nefesh Chaya, a um, alive soul. A nefesh chaya. But unkelis here, I would say, one of the most well-known unkelises that there are, that we could talk about, that people talk about. The Chafetz Chaim talks about it many times. Uh, obviously, he's the Chafetz Chaim. So what, is the, uh, what does the unkelis say? What does it mean, a live soul? Unkelis says, V'havis ba'adam l'ruach mimalala. A talking spirit. A talking spirit. That's a nefesh chaya. A talking spirit. Similar to what the Kuzari says. 
the Kuzari says, right, the levels of being, right, Domeim, Someach, Chai, and Midaber. Right, the highest level, that's how we are defined. We're defined as talkers. Right, that's the, the uh, everyone is defined, every being is defined by what they express and what's unique. Domeim are the inanimate. Someach, they grow. Chai, animals are alive. They have some type of life, but we're Midabrim. We're Midabrim, reflection of Reflection of intellect. But says Rav Schwab, so man is created, he's a talking spirit, and that's what makes us unique and special because we talk, and our koach hadibur, and our koach halashon, we spoke about that, Yom Kippur night, kol nidre, right? V'yesh l'havin. Who is he supposed to talk to at this moment? There was no one else in the world. And Hashem created him as a talking spirit. Talk to himself? Who is he supposed to talk to? Right, who's he going to talk to? This is his special call. After Chava, so give him Koach Adibor. Why does he have Koach Adibor now? The answer is because what's the most basic Koach Adibor? Talking to HaKadosh Baruch Talking. That's, that's, that's our essence. We are defined as a nefesh chaya, a ruach mamalala, not because only of our koach to other people, but our koach our koach ha-tfila. Muchach mizeh, says Rishwab, she'ikr nesinas koach ha-dibur, baha'adam, haisolet sarach she'adaber imboro b'tfila. Right, as Rashi says, kol z'yechasad, remember Hashem didn't allow it to, to grow until Adam davened for the rain. That was his koach adibur in, um, in this regard. I, I've pointed out in the past that Gemara and Shabbos on Daf Petes, where the Gemara talks about Yitzchak Avinu bargaining with Hashem, you know, save Klai Yisrael, and he gets it down for, for how much did they sin? 70 years, 50 years, 25 years? You can't fault them for when they're, 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 when they're involved in their basic human needs. And what does the Gemara list off? What are basic human needs? Eating, drinking, sleeping. I'm sorry, not sleeping. That was done already. Eating, drinking, bathroom, davening. Davening is in that category of basic human needs, and it's the first one of the Gemara. Slusa, and then Achla, and, and, uh, and bathroom. So that it's a basic human need. That's why, let's say, when we, if we're home alone and we we stub our toe, we scream out. Who are we talking to? Who are we talking to? Who are we screaming at? Because in, inside, it's in our essence to talk to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's in our essence. We are a nefesh chaya, and that's how we're created. Okay, moving right along. That's a take home. Hopefully, this one too. Says source number seven. Let's go to the Medrash. There's a Medrash, he writes this on um, on the Psukim of Adam giving all of the animals a name. Right before Shlishi, the Pasuk tells us, Hashem creates all of the animals, and he brings it to Adam to decide what to call it. Call them. Whatever Adam calls the animal, Hushimo. That's the name. And years ago, he quoted the Nitziv. If you remember, Hushimo means Adam saw the essence of this creature and labeled it, connecting it to that essence. 
Right? We call this a table. Why? Because that's what we... We could call it a chair also. We decided to call it a table. We could call this a thingamajit. We could call it anything. We decided to call it a table. Table is nothing, nothing, nothing important about the word table. Right? But shulchan, right, that's, that's somehow every letter of the olive base. Right? The Gemara in, in, in Shabbos, the Kufdal, it talks about the shapes of the letters. Why does the olive face this way and the race face that way? Because everything has, has symbolism and, uh, and significance. So, Adam calls each Behema and Chaya by a name. Says the Eish Tamin. Says Rabbi Druk. And the Medrash. Shakarish Baruchu is Tabech. I didn't call you the Medrash. He summarizes it. Bifneim Malachim Al Chachmas Hashalim. Hashem was, so to speak, a little Balgaiva. The, the Malachim always are her throughout Chazal. Was it a good idea to create man? Well, they, they're always second guessing whether it was a good idea to create man, right? Remember the Medrash, this week's parsha, right? Uh, sh- uh, uh, what are the ones? The, I forgot the two: Shalom Omer Al Yivra, Chesed Omer Yivra, and Sedek Omer Yivra. Got the other one that says uh, Al Yivra. But either way, so they always they always are are, are a little you know concerned. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Look, Adam called all the names. Look at this chachma that Adam has." She yodel likro sheimos chol abruim v'yaflatzmo nasan shmo Adam v'chein lakadosh Baruch Hu. So ask the Eish Tamid v'tzarach lahaven. Eze makom yesh lish tabech b'fenei malachim kolkach. What was the big praise in front of the malachim? Halayadu amalachim eitev shadam holech li bara v'shetiyah chachmas gadola. What was the what 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 was so impressive? What was so impressive that the Malachim would have looked at this? Remember the Malachim knew. Oh, he quotes it. What's the message of Chazal that the Malachim were, were impressed from the Chachma of Adam that he called all the animals? Ulam habiyurhu says the Eish Tamid something fascinating. Kiaf apishe yado amalachem heitevis tivo shal adam shalach liibara. They knew that man was going to be created. Mikomakom chelekze sheyeshbo asher mesuga legroas hashemos kol behemos vechayos. This ability that man has to call, to label, to identify each being around him, that he can connect and interact with the world around him. That all has to do with man having free choice, having Bechirah Chavshis. And I could choose, and I call this something that has to do with me. Something that has to do with man. I interact with it in a certain way, and that's why I call it whatever I, whatever I call it. Step back for a second and think about this. We often think about Malachim. Malachim, whoa. They are angelic. They are super spiritual. They are close to Hashem. We can't understand Malachim. And it's kind of even like a little jealous. I don't know if it's really jealousy. Because it's really, we can't fathom. We can't understand it at all. What's a Malach? I have no idea what a Malach is. I have no idea. But we know it's like some special being that Hashem created. You know what the Eish is saying? The Malachim think that way about us. The Malachim think, wow, look at those 
Bechira chafshis. What does bechira chafshis mean? What does that mean? Free choice? Like, what is that? You choose. You could choose to to do something, not do something. You make the right decision. You get schar. Wow. I can't understand that. The malachim are blown away by people. Right? We always think just people are blown away by malachim. Malachim, we can't fathom that. Whoa. Malachim think that way about us. Because we're the only ones with the chavshis. They know there's a concept of a person. Kriyat Hashemus is a, is a flows from the Bechira Adam, And that was there. That was a unique. Because Hashem was showing off, so to speak, a Baal Bechira. Right? And that Baal Bechira, they can't understand. So we have to, like, not to put ourselves down so much. We have to recognize that, you know, we're human beings, that's true, and we're finite. But, you know, the Malachim also look at us and, you know, look at us. They, they don't understand us. Right, they can't fathom because if you're not a Baal Bahira, even if you're above, so to speak, right, the Ramam has the different levels, ten levels of Malachim, right, and we understand, don't we said before, don't we Samehaimadaber, we can understand what an animal is, but we can't really understand an animal. Can we really understand the existence of a tree? What does a tree go through in its life? We can't really fathom that, but we don't care because it's not like a tree is better in any way. Maybe it lives longer. But Malachim look at us and we earn Olam Haba. And Malachim don't. They're just there. They have a shlichus. That's the Eshtam. That's the Eshtam. Okay. Okay, moving right along. So we have the Chait of Adam and Chava. In Paragimel. Again, there's so much to talk about, but we're just going to have one thought on Adam and Chava, and then two thoughts on Cain and Hevel. So the Gemara tells us in two places, in Shabbos and in Baba Basra, there were four people that never sinned. Four people that never sinned, Binyamin, Kilov, Yishai, and, and Amram. And Amram. Those four. What is the, what's the connection between those four? They're close to somebody who was the God of Adar. We've quoted that in the past. But the language of the Gemara is, There were four people that died only because there's death in the world. Not because they did anything wrong, because what, what they deserved. So the Meshachachma, in source number eight, discusses this idea. Discusses this idea. Pirish. And this is an idea that the Meshachachma says a few times in his commentary, in different contexts. Quoting the Ramam and the Mora Nevuchim, the Nachash convinced Adam and Chava, again, I say Chava, really Isha at the time, convinced them to follow their desires and emotions and not their intellect. Not what they knew. Right? What is the, the, every word in the Pasuk by the case where she ate from the tree... What does the Pasuk say? She used all of her senses. Isha kitov She saw that it was good. Right, all of them are, 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 are sensual connections that Adam and Chava had. It's all about feelings. It's all about desire. So that was the Nachash's input. He caused Adam and then us following, to not think straight. 
And we have Bechira Chavshis, right? The Ramban says we didn't have Bechira Chavshis before we ate, for, ate from the Eitzadas. What does that mean? And the Ramban says we're going to go back to that. But says the, says the Meshachachma, it wasn't so much that once they ate from the tree, there was a punishment. There was a personal punishment that they had to die, they had to get thrown out of Gan Eden. It was a natural result and it needed to happen. For the good of the world. Why? Vihine. If man would live forever after being in a state of making wrong decisions and being able to make the wrong decisions because they're based on emotion, they won't be able to think clearly just with intellect. If we think with, with pure intellect, we can understand there's only one God. We think about it, we recognize that. But once they ate from the Eitzadas, they think, can't think that clearly anymore. The Rambam says it used to be Emerson Sheker, now it's Tovid Ra. Right? Others say the Eitzar is inside and not external. All different shatim about what changed. But we can't, we're not pure anymore, says the Meshachachma. Therefore, man couldn't live forever. Because what would happen if man would live forever? People would think that there's more than one God. Because look, He's also living forever. So once Adam and Chava ate from the Eitzadas, and we lost our ability to be totally objective and act based on intellect, so then man had to die. Because if we would live forever, we would just, later generations would just deify Right? You're from a previous generation. You're from a thousand years ago. You're not a god. Sometimes for the good of society, there's a natural result. Not so much a punishment, but a natural result. That's what it means. Four people had to die because of the nach- Because of what the Nachash did, they had to die. It's not an Onesh. But this is just for the goodness of the world. They would have lived. And that is why he says now on the top left. Why isn't there a danger? People did mess up. They used to believe in the sun and the moon and the stars. But if you think about it, says the Meshachachma, they're not Bali Bechira. So like Avram Avinu, if you really think about it a little bit, you realize they can't be in control. Because they never change. They do the same thing every single day. They've they've obviously been programmed. They're not the programmer. Because if they can never change, then it just shows that you're not in charge. I mean, people were, but thinking individuals would recognize that the sun and the moon can't be in charge if they are not themselves ba'alei bechira. Skipping a few lines, aval ha'adam ha'bachir emayachay lo'olam az nafal atayos lahem lo inyan alakus liaches lo inyan alakus v'chulu. He says the same idea in in uh, I think it's in Parsha Shlach. Forgot one of those parashiyos in Bamidbar where he talks about one of the reasons that Moshe Rabbeinu had to die before they went into Eretz Yisrael, not only because of Chet Meiriva, but because the Bnei Yisrael that were still alive at the end of the forty years they didn't know Moshe Rabbeinu growing up, 
they didn't know him. All they knew him as was Maimon Arsini, the Mun, right? Face shining. If he would have gone into Eretz Yisrael, they would have switched the Egel for Moshe Rabbeinu, says the Meshachachma. So Moshe Rabbeinu had to die so they wouldn't deify him. It's a parallel thought. Parallel thought that sometimes not as much of an onesh, but as a result of what was of what was needed. Okay. Moving right along. Two thoughts relating to Cain and Hevel. What exactly was the chait of Cain? One from the Achronim and one from the Rishonim. Right, if you read the Psukim, right, sometimes you read Psukim, obviously Cain killed his brother, that was terrible. But at the beginning, the story. Sometimes you read Psukim and, and you know there's a lot more going on because Chazal, you know, you know, went went into depths. You read the, the uh, Parsha's Balak, we've mentioned this in the past. The Psukim don't sound so bad about Bilam until later. But obviously Torah shall pass, a lot to say. So what does it say here? Vahimi Kates Yamin Bayovi Kain Mipriata Mikhoshem, Kain brings a carbon. Hevel also brings a carbon, Mikapur, so no. Hashem turns to Hevel. Why? Why doesn't he turn to Cain's carbon? Doesn't say in the text. Explicitly. All different Pshatim. And Cain got upset and he kills his brother. So what exactly what exactly is the uh, was the chait of Cain? What do we what do we learn from it? Why didn't Hashem turn to Cain's carbon? Feeling the Chayim Moshe or Moshe Bik, we mentioned this uh, last year, also the Sefer. Right, question number one, why didn't he turn to the carbon, the mincha of Cain? Question number two, Gam Yishladayig, Mashalo Nomar Eitzel Hevel, Shevi Mincha Lashem. What does it say, Hevel? The Hevel gave you Gamhu Mibchara Sono. It doesn't say the word Lashem. By Cain, it says Mipriha Dama Mincha Lashem. And here, it just says Mibchara Sono. Doesn't say Lashem. Od Yishladayig. What's the gam? Why does Hashem turn to Hevel and not to Cain? Why does it say only Lashem by Cain? Why does it say gam by Hevel? He says maybe it's based partially on the Chovas Halavavos. The Chovas Halavavos talks about the Mida of Gaiva being the ultimate good, Gnus. What is the Yoser Avonos? Gaiva. Okay, Gaiva. A person can be arrogant even without any other Averis. Arrogance itself, it's a, it's an attitude. It's an attitude. And he quotes the Gemara Masechah's Yuma. Right? It's best if you have a leader that has skeletons in the closet. If you have something to hide, so then, you know, it'll keep you in check. Keep you in check, you know, you didn't come from great yichus, you didn't come. And he quotes that from a Pasuk by uh, David and Melech as well. But suggest the Chayi Moshe. Kayin, we know from the beginning of time there was a secret of Karbanos. There was something magical about Karbanos. The Ramban in the beginning of Ayikra talks about Adam brought a Karban. Noach brought a Karban. There was something secretive. But what was that secret? Cain thought that he was really giving something to Hashem. Hashem needed something. Hashem was chaser something. And I'm giving something Lashem. You know what I did? I brought a Karban. That's why he says, Lashem basa chesed Lashem yisparach. 
Hashem's not interested in that type of carbon. You think you're giving me something? I, I don't lack anything. That's not the purpose of a carbon. Carbon in front of the word karev, to come close. I give a I give something to the king and I I you know I feel great about myself that the king is gonna you know needs it. The king's not, if you think you're giving me something as a present, not that I'm chaser mashahu, so then fine. But Hashem didn't turn to Kayan's carbon because he didn't want to show Kayan this attitude's correctness. No, it's wrong. Havel says the Chaim Moshe, once he did it, okay, Havel had to, had to bring one too. He didn't want to like not bring anything to the king, even though he knew Hashem didn't need anything, so he brought something, but it doesn't say Lashem. Because Havel knew it was all about him, not about him, capital H. Right? It was about small H, him. Turning the page. And that's why Havel, Yad of Haven, Hashem doesn't need it. It's a schus. He gives me an opportunity. He gives me an opportunity. But he had the proper attitude. He had the proper attitude. We have enough for Meyer here, just in case we go a little over. I believe six. Okay, we're good. Okay, fine. Um, says the says the Chayemosh. So that was the root chait of of Kain and Hevel. It was the attitude of Carbonos, and whether Hakadosh Baruch really needs the carbon or not. Remember, Meshachachma and Parsha Shoftim spoke about this a couple of months ago. We did that Meshachachma. Says the Chaim Moshe, though there, there's one additional point that Kain fell for, and we have to learn from. Often, if we're not doing well in a certain area of Avodah Hashem, the automatic attitude is to blame someone else. You know, I'm not doing so great spiritually, so I'm going to blame a family member. I'm going to blame my Rebbe. He's not explaining it well enough. You know, I'm listening. You're not explaining it well. I reviewed it. Why don't I remember it? This Gemara must just be... It's about me. If something, even in Ruchnius, is not going well, I have to say, okay, I have to try to do better. I have to rethink things. We can't blame Hashem. We can't blame other people. And that's what, what did Kayan do? Why wasn't my carbon? He killed his brother. Somebody else is to blame. And then Hashem says, what's the matter? And what does Kayan say? Well, what does it mean? God love it even so. That's a good Question, Machlokas Rishonim, whether that's a statement or a rhetorical question. But Kain Vayichar Lakain Ma'od, Shetolach Hisronim Igras, Vavodas Hashem Ma'acherim. Sometimes if we fall, if we fall even in Ruchnius, we have to know Hashem is saying, okay, it's okay. Try a different path. Try something else. And we have to just try to push it. Right? What does Hashem answer Kain? Imtativ Seis. Imtativ Seis. You could do it. You could do it, Kayin. And according to some Midrashim, Kayin did tshuva. Kayin did tshuva. Just parenthetically, I cannot mention it. Remember that amazing Medrash that Kayin was walking down the streets and he met Adam. And Adam's like, hey, what's going on, Kayin? How you doing? Kayin says, I did tshuva. And Adam says, really? I don't believe it. I didn't know there was such a thing. 
and the Midrashim, the, the Mepharshim say, what, what is, why didn't Adam know about Shuvah? What did Kayin know that Adam didn't know? What did we answer in the past? We quoted, there was one thing Kayin had that Adam didn't have. He had a father. Tshuva is a based about going back to your father. Adam didn't have a father. The basis of Tshuva is a return to Abba. Right? And that's what Kayin taught Adam. But again, this was, so it's Machlokas, whether he did Tshuva in the end, but this was his, this was his chait. This is one idea. But let's go back to 900 years ago. Let's go back to the Sefer Ikar, 800 years ago. Yosef Albo, the Sefer Ikar. Sefer Ikar is an underused Sefer. He is awesome. Right, Rabbi Yosef Albo, we've quoted him often in, in Navi Shiurim, such Yisodos. And again, it's it's out of, out of, the, out of, this, out of the, the, the big, the, the Sfarim that they talk about, the great philosophical works of the Moranavuchim and the Chovas Alavavos and the Sefer Ikarim and the Sefer Akuzari. The Sefer, this Kuzari is learned, but the Sefer Ikarim is, 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 is it's, it's straight, it's understandable, it's, it's, uh, it has a mafteach, but it's, uh, it's amazing. Anyway, says the Sefer Ikarim. He doesn't need my approbation. Neither to any of the other Svarim, but I'm just excited about the Sefer Ikarim. Okay, anyway, so the Sefer Ikarim asked the question that many ask, and that is, why didn't Cain bring an animal? Why did only Hevel bring an animal? Cain brought flour. Vayave Cain mi priha dama minchal Hashem. Vehevel hevi gamumi bechora sono michal behen. It doesn't say that he killed the tzon. This is this is part of the discussion of the Rishonim. Was Adam allowed to eat animals if they died by themselves? Right, that was a question. Avram and Achai, but were they allowed to eat animals? Was Noach the first one? After Noach, we got Avram and Achai. So that's a machlokas Rishonim, whether Adam was allowed to eat animals if they died by themselves. But either way, here, so Hevel brought an animal. So why didn't Cain bring an animal? So the... Hmm? Okay, obeyed them up, but he had animals. He had animals. So says the Sefer Hikarim. So what was his chait? Mache where it's underlined. Machata Kain beheviyom ipri adam minchol Hashem shalosha Hashem elavol minchaso. Hashem didn't turn. So again, skip. I, I, I skipped two paragraphs at the bottom, but turn over the page. Turn over the page. Ukshenodu Kain vehevel ro as Adam aviem tarech ba'vodas Adama v'zarechita saora. They saw their father Adam working the ground, right? The ground was cursed. They all thought, I'm going to take a certain path. Why? Cain did not recognize the uniqueness of human beings as compared to animals. Remember, there were no other human beings at that time. None. So it was just the animals and him. Nobody taught him that he was different. I mean, no other animals talked. But that's why he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work an animal. They're just like me. They have as many rights to the land as I do. I'll be a vegetarian. Right? We could eat animals, eat grass, and we could also eat grass. We're all the same. Animals and people. Sounds like a Pusik in Kohelis. We're better than trees. That kind was ready to admit. Right? 
But that was the chait. You have to know, because what makes you different? We said before, Ruach Mamalala, what makes you different? Bechirachavshis. These are defining. You don't want to take that responsibility, Kayin. No, that was Ikerachet. He didn't think that he was any different. And Hevel recognizes, no, 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 we're different than the animals. We're different. We have free choice, we make decisions, and we have responsibility. Avalafi skipping down. Hashem turns to him. Because you have to recognize that you're special. Being a human being is recognizing that being a human being is special. Right? The Mishnah tells us in Perkei Avos, right? Chaviv Adam. What's Tselem? According to many, Tselem means Bechir Hashem had choice Lahavdil Kaviyachol to create the world. So we have a choice. And Hashem urges us to recognize our uniqueness, recognize our, our difference, recognize the potential that, that each of us have. So as we start Bracious, we start a new cycle. In uh, the 15th cycle, Bez Hashem, in, uh, we started a few weeks ago, if we really... Uh, uh, st- uh, counted. But either way, really, this is the beginning of Parshas Bracious. Uh, let us all recognize that Hashem asks a lot from us. He asks us and the Malachim don't even recognize it. The Malachim are even somewhat like, what are those human beings like? Right? The Eish Tamid. Recognize our unique standing in the world. Kodesh Baruch Hu wants to be with us. Malachim don't have the Sukkah. The Malachim don't have the Sukkah. They don't have the mitzvos. Only one being in the whole world, not the animals, not the malachim, have the schus that we have in order to elevate ourselves, in order to work, to have yuridos l'tzorach alios. Kasha alai predaschem. We have to know every every moti Shabbos when we feel a little bit, huh? We have to know that's that's normal. And we have to use it to build up for the rest of the week. So Baruch Hashem, uh, we should have always able to do that. And Hashem will pick up in two weeks with Parshas Noach.